Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. KWTX at 4 starts now. Happy Friday to you. Thanks for being with us today. I'm Lauren Westbrook here with meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. Hi, friend. Hi. It is Friday. It yes. is a hot one. I wish I had better news in the terms of the Department of the Heat now, but um, a little teaser ahead. I think there's been a certain buzz about a cold front coming on the way. Ooh, we sure hope so. Yeah, we'll have some more on that in just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and earlier in this week, we celebrated one year of KWTX at four, so you'll be able to get more of her forecast and more weather updates. We shared how we are transitioning to a one hour show this coming Monday, so we're excited. We hope you'll join us. You get more of us, so <laughs> yeah, strap in. <laughs> so I guess this is a milestone too. It's the yeah. last half hour 4 p.m. show because you said it Monday we go to an hour. Yes, we do. <laughs> we're looking forward to it. And we're on to our daily four with our last 30 minute show of this four o'clock program. Apple is urging iPhone and iPad owners to update their operating systems immediately. This is something if you have an iPhone, you should really pay attention to. The company issued an update that fixes a vulnerability that hackers may already be exploiting. So this was discovered by the Citizen Lab at the University of Toronto. The security flaw exists in iOS 16.6.1. If you don't know what you have, I mean, just <laughs> yeah, check your phone. Experts say iPhone and iPad owners should immediately go to the settings menu on their devices. From there, you select general and then software update. I think Camille's doing I'm it right do now. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You said 16.61 something. So yeah. I better I better figure that out. Go ahead. You <laughs> I'm tap, listening. After that, you tap install now to begin the process. So. That's something that will be very valuable to iPhone users. Okay, yeah. Did you did you figure it out? Did you okay, I have 16.61. So that's okay. the one I don't need to get, right? I need to update. Yeah, you got to go to your settings. Okay, well, I got to put it on the charger to do that. So All I'll right, do we'll that do in that a little bit. <laughs> in the meantime, on to number two. And this is kind of fun for any of you party planners, right, Camille? Yes, absolutely. The party is back on at Party City, the largest party supply store in the entire United States. Uh, they exited bankruptcy on Wednesday after a judge signed off on its reorganization plans for the company. Party City filed for bankruptcy back in January after struggling to pay off its debt load. And the reorganization cancels nearly a billion dollars of its debt so I don't know that probably should have been done a lot sooner huh mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and a while so some of 
nearly 800 of the stores have closed due to the bankruptcy agreement. The company says the majority of these stores, though, will stay open, so that's good news. It said the reorganization of many of its leases and excited, uh, it's what's called less productive locations. Those are the ones that are going to close. That means many of its workers will stay employed by the company, and they do also have about 6,400 full-time and more than 10,000 part-time workers as of 2021. So a big company there that employs a lot of people. It's one of those places that you need in a pinch. If somebody has an occasion, if you need something specific, it's color coordinated, you run in there and you Very figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. I know sometimes I, I buy supplies like at Walmart or on Amazon if I have enough preparation, but I do go to Party City in a mm -hmm. pinch because they have everything you could possibly want. So they live on. On to number three in our daily four. Yes, okay, this one is about a body type technology that Pinterest is using and Pinterest says that it has harnessed artificial intelligence to develop technology that will deliver more diversity so maybe a good way to use AI using shape size and form to identify body types in images the new technology lets people search results that show bodies like their own including plus sizes Pinterest says users can't filter or search by body type instead a wider variety of body types will automatically be shown, but beginning with the initial search results. The new feature builds on two previous efforts to introduce more inclusive search results, and the company introduced a skin tone search too uh, that in 2018 that lets users refine and customize beauty-related searches based on skin tone ranges. Um, so some good kind of some diversity yeah. information there on technology on Pinterest and in 2021 Pinterest actually rolled out its hair pattern search feature that lets users choose from different types of hair, uh, six in total. So I think that's pretty cool as well. It helps to be able to see yourself and what you're buying. So that's a really good thing. And it kind of reminds me of Barbie, you know, all yes. the different Barbies, their skin tones and body types. So if you're looking up an outfit that you may want to buy, seeing it on someone who kind of resembles yourself, it's a good thing. Well, I don't know if it's AI driven, but on walmart.com, I was kind of shopping and there were some um, clothes that I was looking at too. And and they'd let you pick your model as well. So I don't know, I don't think they're artificial um, intelligence models. I think they have a few that they have in there. Maybe it is, I need to look more into that. But I just noticed that I could select different models that had the same shirt and how it kind of fit the different body types. So that was kind of cool too. Our producer just mentioned that Old Navy is doing that too. So ah, okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Old Navy, everybody's getting on board. On to number four in our daily four. And this is also for our producer. We love you, Karina, because she is a Trekkie. Every day <laughs> is a day to celebrate Star Trek, but everyone can be an honorary Trekkie today because it is Star Trek day. Are you familiar with it? Much I of am. It? Yes, I am, but I just, not. I just want to make myself know how to do the hand sign, and I, then I'm, I'm good with Trekkies. You right? know, I one time did it, the hand sign, when we were talking about Star Wars. So I'm not going to do it again today <laughs> because I've already mixed the two, and I know it's a big no-no. Hey, that was an effort, though. That was an effort. <laughs> She's trying. And this is observed around the world every year on this day, September 8th. And why, you may ask, because it was on that date in 1966 when Star Trek was introduced to American television. William Shatner was Captain James T. Kirk. That first pilot episode was titled The Man Trap. 
That show was a huge hit, still is today, and still loved to this day. It explored morality using science fiction narratives and deep character development. I think that's what people love about it the most, that character development, the story behind the story there. Yeah. And it's also known for being one of the first television shows to feature a diverse cast. Perfect. They continued that tradition on in updates to Star Trek. So there you go. Happy. Uh, I, I think you, you can, can do, do it. it. No, I, I know how to do it, it, but I did it for Star Wars one time. So you, now but I'm you're like, doing it. I know. It's Wait, Star do Trek you stick Day. your thumb out or you I do don't. stick your thumb Karina, in? Karina, do we stick our thumb out? That's the question. Do we? Yeah. Thumb out or in? Out or in. <laughs> Not out, she said. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did. she said it looked weird. Okay. <laughs> so today is Star Trek Day. Celebrate with all your Trekkie friends. If you have uh, costumes coming up, coming up for Halloween, that might That'd be something be, that you yeah. can bust out. And we are also talking next about the number of Americans living with Alzheimer's. It is growing. After the break, we're going to meet local health experts spreading awareness about this disease. I know it affects many of you at home here in Central Texas. So stay tuned. We can't wait to share that interview with you as well. Alzheimer's disease is the most common form of dementia. We're talking about that right now. According to the Alzheimer's Association, more than 6 million Americans live with it. September is World Alzheimer's Month. And today, we've invited a social worker, Erica Reyes-Rosas and Dr. Benjamin Perry with Baylor Scott and White Hillcrest to help us better understand this disease. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Yes, now we know that Alzheimer's is a form of dementia. Dr. Perry, can you explain the distinction between those two terms and what Alzheimer's actually is. Sure, so dementia is a broad term that describes various uh, conditions. Alzheimer's is the most common type of dementia. There, there are other types of dementia, and so the term Alzheimer's just makes the distinction between that specific uh, variety of dementia. Okay, we know many of you at home may have family members affected by this. It's a month where you can observe it internationally as World Alzheimer's Month. It's so important, but why is it so important to spread this awareness? So it's important because caregivers, family members, those who are touched by uh, Alzheimer's, they need to know what's available to them and how to help and support one another during this disease process. And coming up a week from today on September 12th is the McLennan County Alzheimer's Expo. Would you both like to talk a little bit, a bit about what's going on at the Expo? Sure. Yes. Uh, the Expo is essentially set up to be a one-stop shop for those who are touched by the Alzheimer's disease. Caregivers, as we mentioned, um, loved ones, professionals, anyone who has someone in their life um, caring or experiencing the disease can come and learn more, get resources all in one spot. Wonderful, and what are you looking forward to about this event, Doctor? Well, I think it, it offers something for everyone, uh, regardless if you're a, a patient that's been diagnosed with a condition, if you're a family member, if you're a caregiver, I think just the, the awareness that it brings of the, the local resources that are available to, to everyone that's, that's affected by this. And we have some of the information on your screen right now. You mentioned some of those resources. What are some of the exhibits and presentations that guests can look forward to? So there's a wide variety. There will be breakout sessions uh, by various professionals. There will be live demonstrations, including a Alzheimer's simulation. There will be private consultations um, that can be uh, held for legal, medical, caregiver support. 
There will also be lunch provided with a panel a discussion during that time with five individuals, including myself and Dr. Perry, um, and a nurse, an individual who's diagnosed with the disease, and a caregiver. Wow, what can we do as a community to support families dealing with Alzheimer's? Sure, I think, I think one of the best resources is the Alzheimer's Association. They, they are involved in research and advocacy and support, and so uh, going to their website and, and seeing the information that they have, that's a great way to, to get involved. Uh, but I think it's also important to remember that even the small things that we do, including inviting uh, a neighbor to, to be involved in our activities with us or to lend a, a listening ear to a, to a friend or a family member that's dealing with either caregiving or, or the diagnosis themselves it are great ways that we can be involved in and show that support. You can make someone's day doing that, right? And exactly. is there any personal story that sticks out to you as to why you both are involved with this research or um, you know, anyone you personally know that you might want to share a story about? Um, I, I have a family member who, um, before I even knew what Alzheimer's was, was diagnosed and going through that process, learning more about the disease, and then seeing the care and the needs that not only she had, but those caring for her, have really inspired me to uh, lend as much support, educate, and provide as many resources as we can to those families. Wonderful. And we uh, have all of that information for you. We'll get it up on the website where people can go to find out more. But you talked about the Alzheimer's Association's website and um, everything that you can find there. If anyone else is interested in attending, do you have information for them? Uh, there it is. There's the info right there in the McLennan County Alzheimer's Expo. But is there anything else that you would uh, put out there for them to get to the event? I think if, if there are questions that people have, they can feel free to reach out to the uh, Baylor Scott and White Hillcrest Internal Medicine and Senior Health Care Center. Uh, they can also find information on the Heart of Texas Area Agency on Aging website as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here and for welcome. spreading awareness on this uh, September Alzheimer's Awareness Month. The information, again, right there is on your screen for the McLennan County Alzheimer's Expo. Save that date, and we will hope that you can make it out there Tuesday, September 12th, and we'll be right back. Blockbuster season might be coming to an end, but there are still plenty of things to go see in theaters. Our Royden Ogletree joins us with a review of the film that finally dethroned Barbie at the box office and stars one of America's greatest living actors. Welcome into Royden's Reviews, the only film review show that you'll want to write your friends and family about and just tell them how awesome it actually is. Thank you for joining me. Of course, I am Royden, and this week we are reviewing The Equalizer 3. Nine seconds. That's what I'll give you to decide your fate. Now, if you're watching this on our four o'clock show, uh, I usually tell you, I will tell you if this is good for kids or not, this film. And you probably should know by the title, the star, and the R rating that it's actually not good at all for kids. Is that a Timex? No, it's a boot. That's the median nerve that I'm compressing. That's a level three. You don't want it to go to a level four. But it is the Equalizer 3. Denzel is back reuniting with Antoine Fuqua for yet another Equalizer film. And I just got to come out and say, I love these films. 
they're awesome. Uh, nothing like old guy getting revenge and, exact, and, and exacting vengeance for people that he cares about. Denzel, back on the big screen, truly for the first time since The Equalizer 2 back in 2018. Now, of course, they had some limited releases in 2021 and 2022 on uh, streaming services. And, of course, The Little Things was a limited release uh, to a few screens during the pandemic when we were trying to figure out what we were even doing with movies back then. But it's awesome to see a star of Denzel Washington's caliber back on screen, delivering lines like he knows how, exacting vengeance upon people and mobsters and gangsters and just doing the entire thing that we know and love Denzel Washington for from these films specifically. These films feel almost like Western films and especially this one. Man rolls into town, falls in love with town, outside threat, threatens that town, man exacts vengeance and makes things right on that threat. It's a tale as old as time. You have seen it with things from Clint Eastwood and so on down to John Wayne. And this feels like Denzel's version of a later Clint Eastwood film specifically because Denzel Washington is getting older. And you can kind of see that on screen. That's maybe where I would deduct some points is he is getting older. The action isn't as frequent. It also isn't as kinetic. Uh, it's a lot slower. It's a lot more methodical. Sometimes that plays into it because it feels really dark at some point, some of these kills, and it feels kind of personal at some point, some of these, some of these kills that he's doing in this, in this movie. But it just harkens back to those films of an aging cowboy or an aging uh, savior figure. And I gotta say, it just resonates. It never fails. And it, like I said, it harkens back to stuff like The Shootist with John Wayne, except this doesn't have that bleak of an ending. I won't try and spoil it for you, but uh, I think Denzel, you get to give Denzel his flowers in this movie. Now this film does something very interesting. It reunites Dakota Fanning with Denzel Washington for the first time since Man on Fire when she was just a child. And that was two decades ago. So it's really interesting. It, it is sort of gimmicky, but it's really cool to see them back on screen with the same chemistry that they had 20 years ago when they made that film. Will you want to take your whole family to go see this movie? Probably not. But if you and a significant other want to spend some time watching Denzel deliver one-liners, you could do a lot worse than watching the coolest person ever on screen do what he does best. For Royden's Reviews, I'm Royden Ogletree. Thank you so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you at the movies. This has been a Rogue Media Network 